Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Right, so seriously, I'm so pumped about WrestleMania. This is what I want you to do. Stand up. I'm standing up, you standing up. Put your hands in the air. We're just going to do the WrestleMania dance. Now look around. There'll definitely be someone looking at you. <laughs> We're all crazy. Also, hello, welcome to Ups and Downs, the wrestling of you show with me, Simon Miller. Somehow, it is WrestleMania week on Saturday. Where did that come from? And if you are headed to the show of shows, know that we here at What Culture are going as well. So come and have some fun with us. And of course, we'll be doing some live ups and downs from Los Angeles. I've also got a brand new name for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, given that they have come together as a tag team, and I'm officially going to call them the warm and fuzzy in my tum-tums. Or in our tum-tums, there's just a lot of tum Seriously though, these two came out and they had the crowd in the palm of their hand, and it was just so lovey-dovey and wonderful, because they're brothers again. My only worry is, you know what WWE likes to do. They take one person's theme, and they take another person's theme, and they do become a tag team, and they mix them together, and it makes me go crazy. In fact, it's even worse than Bree Mode, which is the worst wrestling theme song ever. Zane also said the catalyst for them reuniting was just being honest with each other, because he was treating Kevin Owens like this was a business relationship, when it's not. And instead... It's the greatest friendship ever known to mankind. Owens then retorted by saying, Sam, I'm your biggest fan. I basically think you're the best wrestler ever. That's why I was so annoyed when you joined the Bud Lines. It took you about three minutes to be better than all of them. You were so far above. So you shouldn't be under Roman Reigns' thumb. Like, we're talking about Kevin. He wasn't under Roman Reigns' thumb. It's not even possible, he's a human being. Anyway, the point is now they do have to take down the bloodline and one of the ways they can do that is by becoming the tag team champions. They've started pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Now, you can't see my WrestleMania sign over there, but look, it's dragging me towards it because that's just what it does. Have you so clearly didn't like this, so they must have been backstage and said, hit our music now, audio guy because their theme did play and here they came. They say that it's only a matter of time before these two stab each other in the back because you, Sami Zayn, did that to us. And as for KO, he does it all the time. I was like, yeah, that's actually true. Sami was then pushing Jay's buttons because he was all like, oh, well, you know what your dream is to finally turn on the tribal chief. So put that in your head the whole time. Jimmy Uso was just laughing. She was like, you point at the WrestleMania sign and you think that gives you a WrestleMania match? I was like, man. The Usos right now are properly honest. Because Jimmy and Jay are going to make sure that nothing happens that weekend, although we know the deal. There's only one place this can happen. Backlash. (laughs) I'm joking. Anyway, the point was, eventually Jay said, no, wait a minute, brother of mine. If we do do this, we can finally bury these guys in the dirt. 
so he did make a death threat. And apparently Jim Bob was so excited about murdering some fools, he was like, ha ha, that sounds like a great idea. The match is on, and I cannot wait. I was then laughing again because the Usos were all like, well, we won't wait for Mania because you can see us right now. I was like, yeah, I know that you can see them right. They're literally right there. Of course, it did kick off a massive brawl, so we planted these seeds when we cut to the back and all of a sudden Roman Reigns, Sola Sokoa, and Paul Heyman were arriving, so this was total chaos. But it was a brilliant way to kick off Raw. We now have this match confirmed. I suppose the last question is, does it main event WrestleMania night one? Probably not. I don't really care. Up. We also then carried on the Austin Theory Street Profits feud after this. What a world. Because after defeating Angelo Dawkins last week, it was time for Austin Theory versus Montez Ford. And I'll just say this. If this was an experiment to see if Angelo and Ford could hang in single stars, well, they totally can. Don't come into my house and do all this. Oh, one is Shawn Michaels and one is Marty Jannetty. I did a whole video about this. Why don't we just push them both? Anyway, it was classic WWE booking as well because Montez did whip this guy's ass for a while. And he went for a frog splash. He missed. So Austin Theory went, all right. He picked him up. He hit A-Town down. And he just beat him. But I really like this. No nonsense. No shenanigans. Can't even talk today. Theory is going to take on John Cena at WrestleMania, so he should be beating fools. Quite liked it. Uh, Austin also looked in the camera afterwards and said to Cena, You don't believe in me now, but you will do after WrestleMania. So I was like, Is Austin Theory Santa Claus? And one day you realize that he was never real. I had absolutely no idea. We then zoom back to the bloodline after this. Oh boy. Because there were definitely some issues as Roman was all like, well, this sucks so far. When Jimmy kind of went off the leash, like, you know what? I didn't appreciate all that accusing you did of me when Jay Uso wasn't here. It was hard enough that I lost my brother and you kept getting in my face. At the very last second, he then went and I blame Sami Zayn. But you could see it in his eyes. He blamed the tribal chief too. This is when Roman Reigns told everyone to leave other than Jay Uso. If I was Jay, I'd pick up the phone and go, 911, you know, cops, you need to get here right now. Something bad's about to happen. Of course, the head of the table was mad that he hadn't heard from Jay Uso for weeks. And now he's back on the show and he's just making decisions. That's a massive problem for him. Because are you family anymore? Are you even in the bloodline? And even after Jay was like, yes, I am. How dare you question me? You can just feel the friction here. We build into something good. He then put a gaslighting cherry on top as he said to Jay, oh, I love you so much. And honestly, you'd believe me more if I told you I had a luxurious head of hair. Romanoff is not. Heyman then snuck back in like some kind of sneaker. And this was just left totally with a massive question mark over it hours just giving it the sealed clap so damn intriguing it's like watching something on netflix which is a wild exaggeration our Byron saxton was then about to chat to adam pierce about something but you know the deal in 2023 if mr pierce is here all of a sudden chelsea green turns up for some reason she was asking him to sort out her tag team gear because now she isn't the team with carmella and why would adam pierce do that when she also then went oh man now i want to tag with piper niven this makes a little bit more sense later, but at the time I was like, have I entered a different reality? The whole point is, is that she demands to be in the WrestleMania showcase, and I think they are going to be in the WrestleMania showcase, but look, they're going to have a match later, and we'll talk about it then. But they had this video basically telling us that while Brock Lesnar is big, Omos is bigger, and they're going to have a big man clash at WrestleMania when the bigger man came to the ring. But he was facing Mustafa Ali, and as always, Ali just got killed. And honestly, I swear we've done this match before. So why the hell are we doing it again? I mean, it couldn't have gone more than a minute. And that was that. He just gave him the tree slam. One, two, three. So now Mustafa has this weird new gimmick. And he was feuding with Dolph Ziggler. 
but now he's not really doing it anymore. Now look, I have a video coming up here on the channel where I actually make the argument that we have prejudged Brock Lesnar versus Omos and are actually be quite good. But in terms of this build, well, it ain't really doing much for me. And why the hell did we have to screw Mustafa Ali? <laughs> that rhymed and down. Miz then tried kissing Logan Paul's ass because he loves doing that, but Logan basically blew him off. Sounded weird. When he went to the ring, to host a live edition of the Impulsive Podcast. Of course he did. Paul then said he didn't need to be here because he is rich, but he does it because he loves wrestling, which is why it's kind of annoying that the fans don't like him. He was just getting booed out the building here, but he totally went with it, and as I keep saying, Logan Paul as a heel wrestler is really flubbing good. There were only two people in the crowd that did like him, which were his dad and that dude over there with the prime sign. And I clocked this prime sign. As soon as Raw began, I was like, oh man, I just know that's a plant. That mean like a thing you put in a vase. <laughs> it wasn't a plant holding a, a prime sign. But clearly this was secret advertising and I don't appreciate it. He then went on to say he gets no respect for what he has done in a ring, especially because he's beaten up so many WWE superstars when he took a shot at the St. Louis Rams. So I was, that is it. He is definitely a bad guy. Let's ride this horse. He's also been taught well because he turned his attentions to Seth Rollins. And while he is going to beat him up at WrestleMania, he also understands the challenge that is in front of him because Seth is one of the best wrestlers in the world. So there it is. You put your opponent over. Logan then had the lamest insult because he was all like, oh, I don't fear Seth Rollins because he's called Seth and all Seth are nice guys. When he got the production team to show footage of him knocking out Seth last week, and then he put some cartoon sound effects over it. I don't know what a cartoon is, it was cartoon. It was cartoon sound effects. But after the third one, I was a bit like, man, can we move on to something else? It then started to go all glitchy and the mic stopped working. Because as it turned out, Rollins was in the production truck just smashing buttons. I was like, he'd be fired. He'd totally be let go from his job. You cannot walk into the production truck on live TV and go, nah, like you're some kind of crazy person. He did, however, play his own music, so this made all the sense in the world when he did get to the ring. And by the time he saw Logan Paul, he just ran at him. He beat him up. And you would do this. This guy was being a dick. It basically turned into another brawl and they were fighting over Alan the announce table when some security guards got involved. But as that caused the distraction, Paul took his hand... And he knocked Seth Rollins out for the second time in a week. It was pretty good. I mean, Logan just works so well as a heel, and Seth Rollins is crazy popular right now. And people love going, whoa, whoa. And I actually think this is going to be one of the best matches at WrestleMania. We're in that crazy alternative timeline again. Ah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. We then got a recap of NXT because, of course, Grayson Waller invaded Johnny Gargano's home, but he was never arrested. But it was actually time for Gargano versus Dominic Mysterio. Damien Priest was with the condom, and even though Gargano wiped him out to a dive to begin with, he had bad ribs from this house invasion. So this is where Dominic just started loading up on him. And I was like, man, while he's still a massive goofball, he's now showing some fire. He also threw me to Barry Barricade, and Dominic is the one guy that I will give a pass because I love him so much, especially because later on he was like, please, Johnny, don't hurt me anymore. And he was faking it. And then he tried to pin this guy, and he put his feet on the ropes. Now, sadly, the ref saw this. I don't like this ref anymore. He also went for the 619, but Gargano ducked that and hit a super kick. And then get this. They went to the top rope. They were tussling on the top. And because he had an injured tum-tum, Dominic focused on that. He pushed him down. He hit the frog splash. And he beat Johnny Gargano. One, two, three. So this ties back into the Austin Theory stuff. It is terrific. People are just winning matches. He then got on the microphone and said his father was a good for nothing, although he knows that the entire Mysterio clan are coming to SmackDown, so maybe he'll turn up on Friday nights to try and sort this match out. Ooh, the lally. Dom also mentioned that he'd been kicked out of the family WhatsApp group, but it's all right because he's in the Judgment Day one, which is far better. That made me laugh. And essentially, he's going to talk to his mum and try and get Ray to accept the match because Ray's balls are in his mum's purse. That's what he said. So, Dominic Mysterio is the greatest professional wrestler ever. Look at my face. Do you see any lies here? No, you don't. Uh, Paul Heyman then told the Usos to leave. Basically, Roman had decided they were no longer leaded because he's doing that thing again. And just when Solo Sokoa was also going to go, Paul was like, nah, Tribal Chief wants to talk to you, so you've got to go this way. Before we found out what that was all about too, we were in a darkened room with Edge who was saying stuff like this. Oh, my name is Edge and it's all dark and kind of creepy in here. And that's because Finn Balor. I want to take you on as the demon Finn Balor and maybe I'll be a little broody too. That's not what he said, but you get the point. I do think that's a great idea though, because if we do do Dark Edge versus Demon Finn Balor Edge, it's really going to add some spice to the Hell in a Cell. And out came Rhea Ripley. She went straight in on Charlotte Flair by saying, oh, she thinks she's a leader, but to be a leader, you have to have respect. And trust me, when I see that queen, I don't respect her at all. She's also the type of person that will always get up after she has been knocked out, whereas Charlotte is the person that's trying to hold people down. Took a little bit of a shot there. It's also time for Flair to go home because she's nothing there, because without WWE, she's nothing. And this did get a little bit convoluted, but I'll tell you this. Rhea Ripley just spits her lines 
and it makes it come across like fire. She also promised to become the biggest star in WWE, and you're damn right, when of all the people, out came damage control. This was my face. Because Bailey was all like, well, I beat Charlotte at WrestleMania, so maybe you should talk to me. Rhea just went, nah, I don't really want to. In fact, I'm going to go over here. Bailey's got mad about this because she too felt disrespected. And do you know what then happened? We got Rhea Ripley <laughs> versus Bailey, And I was like, surely this is the kind of program we should do after WrestleMania when Rhea is the champion. But as ever, what do I know? Nothing. They did properly go for it, though. And at one point, Bailey hit the Bailey to belly. Rhea Ripley kicked out at one, which I absolutely love. And Ripley just has it right now. When she was laying in her stuff, it just looked so damn devastating. This was true, too, when she locked in the Cloverleaf. But this is when EO Sky and Dakota Kai were getting involved and basically dragged their leader to the ropes. And the referee was fine with this. But I tell you who wasn't. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish... Because they all came out and they got involved. And I was like, man, there is a lot of cooks in this kitchen. Eventually, Lynch was bullying Bailey as well to get back in the ring. So you know the deal here. She did. She turned around. She got hit with the riptide. Uno dos tres. So look, it's all good because Rhea did win and she looked quite good here. And I did enjoy the match, so I'm giving it an up. But it does feel a bit weird that we are crossing the streams, especially because the Ghostbusters told us not to do that. I know that Cody was right in the middle of the stuff with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but we planned and we built all that out, whereas this feels like it just came from nowhere. It just feels like while the fights will rock and I'm excited about them, when it comes to all the preamble stuff, we are not focusing on the women's storylines as much as we should. This ties into something I want to talk about later, but as we're not there yet giving it down don't worry about that though because straight after this it was time for goofy wrestling for life Chad Gable was looking for Otis because he loses him every single week and he finally found him and he was like having a manicure a pedicure and he was doing a photo shoot he's basically in the tiniest pants ever and he was Otis here the greatest person in my life. Chad's still quite chipper because he has got the Alpha Academy into one of those WrestleMania showcase matches. But because of that, he's taking on Ricochet later. So this was wrestling maths. We all know that Rick will have Braun Strowman in his corner. So Otis, I need you in mind. This is when Maxine Dupree came and she was all like, oh, Marseille and Mansoir are really hurt right now because their feelings are damaged after an Instagram comment or something. And she said to Otis, well, you can't do that because we have to go to another photo shoot. Now, interestingly, Otis did choose Chad Gable and they went out there to have the match. So this was quite nice. The thing is, when we got to the fight towards the end, Maxine Dupree was back. She said something to Otis. He just went with her. So I have no idea what this was. And despite Chad Gable being in the middle of a wrestling match and understanding that the winner's purse was on the line, he was totally distracted. Ricochet hit the shooting stuff press and he lost. It was wonderful. So I just can't help it. They're having fun. I'm having fun. And this is just fun. Not everything has to be so damn serious. And Chad Gable seems to be having the time of his life. And of course, Braun Strowman was out there just going, because that's his entire gimmick. I give it 10 out of 10, and I'm giving it up. Also, I've been thinking about it, and let me join the Maximum Male Models. I mean, the name is right there. I can be Simone. We then got back to the match that we had set up last week, although switched it a bit, because it was Bianca Belair teaming with Oscar to take on Chelsea Green, and now Piper Niven. Just to cut back to reality quickly, I hope Carmella's doing okay. This does go back to what we were talking about, though, because while I cannot wait for Oscar versus Bianca Belair, and I think it's going to be terrific, 
This was absolutely ridiculous, because at one point, Oscar was about to be run down by Piper, so Bianca pushed her out of the way, she hit the KOD, she got the one, two, three, and the Empress of Tomorrow was so mad that she'd been pushed, she beat up Bianca Belair. Now, this is fine, she should be beating up Bianca Belair, but not because she got pushed, because she wants to be the women's champion. We also had the whole, oh, can they coexist? And I know they can coexist, because I'm seeing them coexist in front of my eyes. One of them doesn't get sucked into the Phantom Zone. I just think we could be doing so much more with this. Because Bianca Belair is like one of the best stars of the last two years. And I always tell you, Oscar is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. I mean it. And look, the match was absolutely fine, and I really enjoyed Chelsea Green, so I am going to give it an up. But this story does nothing to get you pumped, and it doesn't treat it in the way that it needs to be treated. And that's a down. We didn't learn that we're getting a proper weigh-in between Omos and Brock Lesnar next week, so that's going to be the most sports entertainment thing ever. When we got to our main event segment, flub me sideways. It, of course, featured Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Sola Sokoa, and Cody. Whoa, Rose, and as ever, they just took microphones they went totally crazy. Because Rhodes started by saying, I know what your problem is, Roman. You don't want me being involved in bloodline business. But you never actually tell it to my face because you always get Paul Heyman to do it. And this is when Heyman went to interrupt. And the American Nightmare was like, no, nah, I am talking to him. This really wound up our tribal chief, though. So he decided to open up because he was all like, all right, Cody Rhodes, here is the deal. You used to be stardust in this company. And when that didn't work, what did you do? You ran away. You then started a brand new promotion when you couldn't get over. What did you do? You ran away. You then came back to WWE. You had some momentum. And what did your body do? It ran away because you tore your peck. So listen to me, son. You ain't cut out for this. I was losing my mind. Cody then fired back instantly because he was like, well, actually, you goober, if you look at it, because of what I did outside of these walls, everybody is being paid more now because that's what competition does. And you're right. I've wanted to be a super duper star ever since I was a kid, but maybe deep down in my own tum-tum, I'm just a violent wrestler. I was like, oh, okay, he wants to be John Moxley now. Rhodes then shut Roman down from mentioning his father anymore, because that's not the person that's coming to WrestleMania. It's him that's going to be at the show of shows, and he's going to become the champion. I loved it. He put the icing on the cake because he said as soon as Reigns has lost his championships, Paul Heyman may go back to Brock Lesnar, the Usos will leave him, and Sola Sokoa will do too. Or essentially, Reigns will just be a man without a family, a Roman with no more Reigns, and a tribal chief without a tribe. So Cody just took his wind-up stick, his wind-up stick, and he prodded him. He also took a shot of Sola Sokoa because he was like, look at you, you stupid lapdog. You're stood next to a champion thinking you're ready, but I used to stand next to another champion, and yes, he was talking about Randy Orton, and I thought I was ready too, so I can tell you from experience, you got nothing. You can see it in Sola's eyes. He was ready to kill. This also left Roman Reigns totally flabbergasted to the point he left. And even though Solo thought about giving him the Samoan spike, Rhodes got out the way. And this is when Reigns was like, nah, man, we got to get out of here. I don't like how this is gone. The crowd was also charting, you're not ready throughout all of this. So essentially what we've done here is we've built up WrestleMania, but also we have started to tell the stories for post-mania. When was the last time WWE did that? Essentially, what we have teased here is that Solo may be leaving the bloodline and he could feud with Roman Reigns and so could the Usos. But man, I know it means nothing anymore because I keep doing it, but it doesn't just get enough, it gets a golden up. 
This ain't just one of the best stories WWE has done in years. It's one of the best stories ever. I'm having such a good time to the point, look, I've just fallen backwards. Wind myself back up. But yeah, golden up. So I thought this was a terrific roar. And even with some of the builds that are a bit meh at the moment, it doesn't matter because WrestleMania is so close and all the stars are feeling like stars. I am giving it an up. Also, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about Raw last night. And look, there's videos on the screen. Give one a click to stay on your what culture journey. And also like the video, share the video, and go and touch that subscribe button in a subscribing kind of a way. My name is Simon from What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. And yeah, two weeks to WrestleMania. Where does the time go? It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.